Hello, this is Anna and Kim from the Behind the Stacks podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rombe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. Ah, Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us today, we have our resident comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, E? Oh, good. You know what, Kevin? No matter how many times you say it, I never get tired of hearing that intro. Thank you very much. And the liver and grits to everybody, too, out there <laughs> where we can land. Liver and grits. That's good. You like it when I say Asante Sani? You like it when I rip into that? I think you were talking about when you were introing him. Yeah. Oh, the intro. The intro. Oh, okay. yeah. He liked yeah. the flattering things that you had to say about him and his property the the, the guru thing yeah. I, I, i'm always oh well, yeah, well, you're, you're welcome man i like i like <laughs> i mean i like you know yeah sante samuel and all that too i enjoy you know that. you can say asante sana you know what that means uh the son of asante <laughs> kind of <laughs> no it means thank you in swahili you're welcome oh. so that's the first thing i do is i thank the listeners for tuning into our show and give us a couple of minutes of their life you know that might be the first time you've explained to the listeners that all this time you've been thanking them i have been thanking them so just in case they're wondering why i say Santisana, sana i am thanking you right off the bat for taking the time that's classy it is isn't it something you know in swahili too so that's international that's internationally <laughs> classy yes that is that thing and so you know we got to find a theme song for you because you know our next person has a theme song oh oh you ready here comes the money yeah money talks here comes the money and we have our travel agent for Magical Moments Vacations, Mr. Lee Lastovica. How you doing, Lee? Oh, I'm doing good, man. And a diddle eye Joe to a dandelion to all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that thank you in like like Texan or like country? That's or thank you in Tarantino-ish. In Tarantino-ish? Mm. Oh. Uh, well, a cotton eye Joe to you too, Lee. <laughs> yeah, well, slap my mom and call me Charlie. <laughs> Where did it come from? Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> slap me on the ass, cotton eye Joe. All right. <laughs> 
I think I, I got to start finding some like generic country backing tracks now. You know, I like how we all got the, those different greetings. I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's very flavorful in a classic kind of way. Yeah, yeah. you might have just lost your your theme song. You, we might have to change it to the the, the song from Deliverance or something. <laughs> <laughs> squeal, boy, squeal, squeal like a pig. <laughs> you got some pretty lips, boy. So anyway, guys, we have a great show for you today. We have our first ever. Listener chosen topic. Oh man! Uh, yes, they voted on it, and I'll explain in more detail how this came about and how we the process that we did it when we get to the segment. But uh, yeah, the, the listeners chose this particular topic today, and the topic that we're about to talk about. And since Lee, since you kind of ran the poll, do you remember the, what is the topic? Attractions we miss in Disney. Attractions we miss in Disney. So Lee was in charge of the poll. He was running the poll. Yeah, he was keeping track I of was, all that. I was dancing the poll too. <laughs> Money talk. Money, money, money. Coming to the studio. Here we go. <laughs> I want to see the numbers on this poll. <laughs> I want to make sure that had, there was no uh, malfeasance. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his stripper name? He's on the yeah, poll. Yeah, come to the stage. Yeah, malfeasance. malfeasance. Get your bills out, y'all. Malfeasance, come to the stage. Show <laughs> your patronage. Yes. For malfeasance. And here comes Misdemeanor. <laughs> All right. And Mr. Demeanor. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Put your dollar bills back, y'all. <laughs> Run and hide. Now's Mr. the time to get that beer or run to the bathroom. And here comes Tortuous Interference. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, man, we're in for a great trip down memory lane. So, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest be our guest put our service to the test tie your nap and here we are on guest services this is the segment in which we get to service you the listener and your poll and your poll with your fingers however you want to do it but the first one we got is from mr rick swero gotta love him thank you rick for writing in he says hi kevin thank you it is always great to be part of the show hi to danny eli lee and all mawekins as well hello rick swero mr swero yes sir he says lee has booked us on the disney magic Five-day Marvel cruise out of Miami. President's Week, February 18th through the 23rd, 2018. Since we are going out of Miami instead of Port Canaveral, odds are Disney Park days are out of play. But we will be having dinner prior to the cruise in Little Havana at the Versailles. Ah. Oh, wow. Yes. Welcome to Miami. Mmm. <laughs> One of the most authentic Cuban restaurants in the country, much like Bungo's. Ha! Winky face. You familiar with Bongos? Bongos? Yeah, Bongos is that little, well, supposed to be Cuban place then downtown Disney that's co-owned by like the Isn't Stephans. that, um, yeah, what's her name's place? Goya Stefan, yeah. Goya oh. Stefan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so supposed to be co-owned by that. Do that <laughs> no, man, I've only been to Miami once and uh, we got to South Beach. Oh, man, we, only, we got to spend so little time there. Yeah. So, no, the only thing I think I saw was where they filmed the birdcage. Yeah, but Miami is like monkey jungle, parrot jungle. I remember those little places. Which mm-hmm. like little, it's almost like a little zoo, but they specialize in parrots, or the other one specializes in monkeys. And that's all I remember from when I was little, but I mean, we drove all that. But anyway, so he continues. He says, we may not be able to indulge in beignets, which I will have one day, and we will buy you some if you come to New Orleans, Rick. Yes. But yes. he says, we will be enjoying some flan and key lime pie. Indeed. Ah, and he says, we are really looking forward to the upcoming cruise so much my daughters make me show them pictures of the magic every night before bed. <laughs> I, n- I know you have a cruise upcoming. He's talking to me. If you would like, I think it would be exciting to give a trip report on our four-day cruise to the Bahamas and Castaway Key. More exciting is the possibility of you and your family booking the same cruise in February. Keep up the great work. I will be listening to the MOW number 159 today 
Your friend, Rick Swero. P.S. I have included some beignets. Enjoy. Well, number one, thank you for the beignets. Again, Rick Swero, we appreciate that. Each and every time you send it to us. And when if you, you and your family ever come to New Orleans, man, we will definitely get you some beignets. For real. <laughs> Actual yeah. beignets. Yeah. We'll we know the down. places. Yeah, we know some places. 24-hour places. Yeah, both of them. Yep. Um, but look, I got some bad news. It doesn't look like we're on the same cruise because I'm leaving out of Port Canaveral on, on the Dream. Oh, oh man. Uh, he'll be out of Miami. I'll be on the Dream. So we'll be in this, probably in, in the same time. Hey, now, same hey, now, states, no Dream, coast. it's over. Yes. Oh, that song. Wow. I, I'm, that's that's too bad. Now, I know. Look, that would have been exciting. Now, look. Well, I y'all, mean, might, y'all might be in the same ports at the same time. We though. might be in Castaway Key at the same time, which would be kind of cool. That's right. That'd oh, that would be cool. That would be pretty killer. Bring beignets just in case. I'll bring them. Bring them. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. The only thing, and Eli, you would know this. I don't think they'll last that long, unfortunately. <laughs> they get kind of oily and gummy and this nasty. Yeah, but it would be like a, like a signaling beacon. You know, like, Yeah, like you just lift one beignet in the air. And then if somebody looks over and says, ah, it's Kevin, he's got the beignet. It's kind of like know? the heart of defeating until like You don't even dust. need to look at the beignet. Kevin will be covered in powered sugar. <laughs> yeah, so he'll true. immediately know, that's Kevin. Yeah, like the green light Moana. It'd be like powdered sugar emanating from my body. Exactly. Like exactly. sunshine. So then Rick could be like, yes, that's Kevin. Uh, so, so see him. Who's that sweet man over there? That's Kevin. Right Who's that there? powdery guy making me sneeze? Oh. <laughs> well, the Pillsbury Doughboy, one of the two. Right. Sugar man. Poke my belly and see if I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just like i did to them see they left but anyway rick thank you for writing in man thank you for the beignets um it doesn't look like we'll be on the same boat but we might be in the same ports at the same time so who knows because we're both doing four-day cruises so it's a possibility um but thank you for writing in we definitely appreciate it who's next and the next email we got actually this is from facebook we got a facebook message straight from a listener michael laverne who hails from louisiana Oh, local guy. He local says, boy. yes, he says, you guys crack me up on the show. I listen in the mornings on my drive to work and you guys are like the best morning radio show ever. <laughs> Just wow. got to try not to spit coffee all over the inside of my trunk. And Michael, we are sorry. You're the second, probably the third, maybe even the fourth listener we've made spit takes out of from boisterous laughter to like just things out out of their mouths we prefer our listeners to swallow that's number mm-hmm. one <laughs> it's yes. delicate yeah. that way no but shoot uh yeah we did not we'll pay for the trip to safari car wash, <laughs> car wash? <laughs> that's funny we'll send you some armor all yeah. dashboard cleaning i mean he's in louisiana right yeah that'd be easy to do it, yeah the important thing is is everybody who listens in the morning heading to work or at work probably makes your work day that much easier to to go through and hey that's what we're here for uh Arayo. yeah that's right and as long right. as no one's veering their car off into a ditch or, or anything, because we don't want to lose any members of the Moican Nation. No, no, I need all the laughs I could get. So Y'all are yeah. precious. If, exactly. Precious cargo. Yes. I mean, we're small in number, but we're growing. <laughs> yeah, abs- you know, exponentially. Exponentially. I mean, right. I, I am, I'm amazed that <laughs> they're over. <laughs> <laughs> the number of people actually listen yeah, to Yeah, it's... it's, it's uh, flattering, really, it is. Hey, but, look, uh, you know what we make. What we don't have in numbers, we make up in girth. So, I mean, that's okay. That is true. Yeah, we we can we can confidently say that. Oh yeah, or at least just Eli. No, I mean we all. We, oh. yeah. I know we're in that together, <laughs> man. I'm trying to keep up. I know, right? I had a, I had a friend. He like works out all the time and stuff. He's like, yeah, you need to lay off the beer. You need to do this. And I said, look, okay, just because I'm not as fit as you, that that don't mean I don't think I'm not that's fit. the girth he was talking about. <laughs> Oh no! But, oh. But, th- but, but thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> I, I'm a part of that girth. 
Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, it's team effort. Do y'all want to compare Gers? No. <laughs> or break the microphone. <laughs> lay that right out here. Somebody will be like, oh, my God, you know, laid it out so bad. The car blew out all his tires and stuff on the way to work. I ain't trying to blow out somebody's tires. I'm just, I got a yardstick right there. I'm just saying. No, mine no. probably jump off and run away. <laughs> just say, that's not going to cut it. You got to measure by this table that we're at here. Oh, okay. Might Man. be like, oh, Godzilla. Yeah. And then just run away. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, anyway, Michael, thank you for writing in. And uh, he, he sent this through Facebook. And any of you listeners out there listening to the show can do these extra things. You can send us an email at show at magicourway.com. You can send us messages through social media. You can tweet it out to us. At Magic Our Way, however you want to do it, there's so many different ways to get in touch with us. So please get in touch with us today. And here we are on the hub. This is our big topic segment of the show. And today we are talking about a listener chosen topic. And this is a topic voted on by all the Mohican, everybody in the Mohican Nation, not just the movie, the Super Mohicans, but everybody that was. List following us on social media. We posted it there, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, Google Plus. And uh, yeah, we put this for a poll out uh, that Lee put together. Lee, we put, uh, how, how many did you put on that poll? You put like five different topics the listeners have suggested? Five topics. Five topics. Okay. Five topics. No, five. Five. Okay. So you put nice five topics. Number. <laughs> and uh, there were a bunch of other submissions that came in after we posted the poll. And I did take note of that. And we'll put that in our doc. And that'll show up on next month's poll. Hopefully, this will be something that we do month after month to even get more of the Moican Nation involved in the stuff that we talk about. Because we also, you know, as much as we want to talk about the stuff we want to chat about, we also want to know what you guys want to hear us chat about, you know? And the winner for this particular poll is for, for it's a favorite past attraction, was called Who Is It, Lee? Who's, who's, who submitted that particular topic that won? That would be Elizabeth. Raz Musin. The, the Raz. Raz. Ah, the Raz. The Razz Is this rigged? The Raz. <laughs> I'm thinking, again, I want to see the numbers. Got to see the number. The Raz one, man. You're going to have to show us your poll, uh, Lee. So that way right. <laughs> we can make sure everything's in order. Sorry, Michael. Um, anyway, so yeah, so the Raz one, and this, the topic she shows is favorite past attractions. So, Elizabeth, we'll send you a free t shirt. Uh, so, send us an email with your size and a mailing address. Show at oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that was part of the deal. All right, cool. Yeah, I figure I'll throw that in there. I'll throw a little incentive, That's a little good, prize. Man. And that'd be nice, and, you know. Um, but anyway, so our, the topic of this week is favorite past attractions. Yeah, we're including, yeah, we're being very broad. The only, only thing we're not including is like items, you know, things that aren't anything that you went to Disney to go see. Okay, okay. I think would qualify. Okay, well, there you go. That, that, so attractions, things that entertained you, things that you wrote, just stuff like that. So we're going to talk about, just kind of go back down memory lane and chat about these things. Just our favorites, in no particular yeah. order either. No particular I'm order. Right. I think we're just going to go through and, and talk. Um, yeah, absolutely. So and, this, Until we run out of time. Yes. Yeah. Does somebody have one that they want to, they're dying to talk about at the moment? Well, I think you and I should probably get this out of the way. <laughs> get it out the way. Pretty much... Uh, all, all of future <laughs> world. I mean, let's just grab a bench <laughs> in future world and just knock these off one by yeah, one. Yeah, sure, we could do that. Um, future core east, future core west. Where, which where one would you start? like to start at? I mean, we, um, could, we can go the the obvious one for me at least is the horizons. God, that's yeah. We could we start there and just kind of work our way around. Sure, that's semi clockwise. Probably or the best attraction in Epcot. Mm-hmm. Period, bar none. That Sponsored by they inexplicably e- got yeah. rid of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got rid of. It was this huge. 
And you know the thing about Horizons, and you know we're gonna we're gonna go down memory lane here a lot of times. Mm-hmm. The thing about Horizons is that I remember it was not an opening day attraction when Epcot opened. No, it came along later. Yeah, it came along later, and it took a while for it to come along. You know, I always remember looking at the guidebooks, and uh, I would look. It's okay, World of Motion, Energy, uh, the World of Energy. Uh, no, Universe of Energy. Sorry, World of Energy. <laughs> um, and you, know, you see all the other pavilions, and they always have Horizons and the design of the building up, but it always say opening soon. And I remember when I wrote on that thing, and I was just just floored. I fell in love with that attraction big time. As a kid, you just wanted to jump off. Like I sympathize with the guy. <laughs> oh, who, yeah. who? Who's the guy that? Um, who, who Gibson and Chief? There Gibson you go. Chief. Yeah, those two guys that did Mesa Verde Times and made all the videos. And right. Jumped out of the car. Ride. So the hell with this. I'm going there and hanging out for a while because mm-hmm. as a kid, that's exactly what you wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. Those scenes were incredible. You know. Um, that's where you have the famous uh, orange grove scene mm-hmm. where they had the smelters that really worked. It's yeah. the closest you could have gotten to a perfect dark ride. Um, Within the Disney fashion. Kind right. Of thing, because it was the whole in Epcot. Prim- yeah, in I Epcot. Should say, yeah. Because, you know, obviously you have that with Pirates and, and right. Haunted Mansion, but in Epcot, for the themed entertainment that they were doing, it embodied the spirit of Future World, which is hey, if we keep doing all right and take care of our resources. Yeah. We're going to have a great future, and that's what it was all about. You saw the future in, in space, yep. uh, in the desert, in, the and desert. On, in land, and you saw it uh, undersea. And undersea yeah. probably being my, my favorite scene, what I thought was the coolest scene, which was so cleverly done, was as you're going through the desert scene, you're going through Mesa Verde. And by the way, mm-hmm. if you watch have you, you, Breaking Bad, I know you watch Breaking Bad, right? Mm-hmm. You watch Better Call yeah. Saul? Not as much. Okay, Better Call Saul... There is a bank that they're defending right now called Mesa Verde. That's okay. one of the clients that they picked up. And part of me just wonders whether or not this is a shout out. <laughs> to that, yeah. I doubt it, but it could. I don't know. I mean, I remember watching South Park and seeing the shout out to the Dreamfinder and being like, mm-hmm. is that really? And sure enough, it was intended to be a shout out to the Dreamfinder. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we can get that when we get yeah. to Journey Imagination. But um, going back, yeah, my favorite part was you go from Mesa Verde. And you see this teenage animatronic girl talking on a video phone to her mm-hmm. boyfriend, who's a real live actor. Right. Okay. And then you transition from that scene, and now you're going underwater to the sea base, and you see the exact reverse, where the boy that she was talking to, that was a real actor in the scene, is now the animatronic, and she's a real actress up on his video phone screen. <laughs> and it was so cleverly done, like, oh my God, that's, yeah. that's really interesting that they did it like that i remember that blowing my mind as a kid like wow <laughs> yeah no that was, was kind of neat because mm-hmm. you got the flip side of that conversation and then the cool thing was um well just to kind of give it some other backstory the communicores east and west were supposed to be reflective of the technology that you're seeing in the attractions right so you had the video phone concept and you also had a video phone concept a display in the communicores that you could do. Like somebody could get one side of the room mm-hmm. uh, and then somebody could get the other side of the room and y'all could talk to each other via video phones. That right. was the coolest thing. Uh, and that, that's how the connections used to be made between the pavilions into the central area communicore part. Um, but yeah, one of the, the, the of course, this was uh, traction was supposed to be part two uh, or a continuation of the Carousel of Progress, mm-hmm. you know. There's and, even a shout out to the Carousel of Progress yep, on the run. There's even a shout out to that. And there's... Um, uh, the whole idea was the theme was like if you can dream it we can do it mm-hmm. and so you know the three things space uh, deserts and underseas are all like the what they might consider the final frontier things that we haven't truly mastered inhabiting 
And the desert scene, you know, they've mastered a way to create orange groves in the middle of a desert. Yes. You know, getting the irrigation and how to grow plants, how to get them out of, uh, you know, harvest and all that kind of business because you saw the little elevators and stuff with the oranges and stuff lifting up into mm-hmm. whatever it was, the little skyship, spaceship thing. Yeah, it looked like the thing in the Matrix used to harvest the babies. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it was cool. And the, the, the cool part about this attraction that I remember is that this was one of the first times that you could pick your own ending. Yeah. By vote. Um, each car held four people. And so each panel, you know, there was four different panels. And you could choose your ending to travel uh, to space or you could travel to the desert or travel underwater. And, of course, as the spiel said, majority rules. So whoever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever had the best amount of votes, you, that's the ending that you went with. Mm-hmm. You know, so because I, I remember, uh, you know, I wrote it by myself. Well, actually, I wrote it by my parents and I pressed like each one to see which one would win. And I didn't. I left the the fourth one blank just to see what the computer would do. So I just picked one each, mm-hmm. and I think it just picked something random. I went to space. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like I want to go to the desert. Yeah, I was like, I always oh. picked the underwater one, but it never won. Really? No, I never. I never got to see the underwater yeah. one. I used to I coordinate. Yeah, I used to coordinate my parents. I was like, okay, we're gonna do the water one this time. So I, we all picked the water. Oh, say so I'll coordinate stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, yeah I mean, it was just me. So I was like, <laughs> we're gonna do this, mom and dad. That's yeah. funny. Like you were in charge of the family trip, huh? More or less, yeah. <laughs> like, mom, you pick this button, dad, you pick that button. Now I'm they, picking they this button. They didn't care, you know. It's like, eh, whatever. This is the future. We in space. Yeah, if you don't yeah. listen, I'm putting you in a space retirement home. Yeah. Man. You don't want this. You don't want a space diaper on you. Now, we're going right. underwater right now. But the cool thing about that whole ending was, is not only did the cars, first of all, you go in front of a screen that was scrolling with you, because it was an Omnimover attraction, mm-hmm. and then they'd have dividers that would flip out. Right. And so you can only that way you can concentrate just on your particular scene, and not only that, but you had the speakers that give you the sounds of you traveling, and the car also tilt back slightly as if you're going super fast because you were. In each of the videos, you were flying through space or flying through the desert, flying through water. So it had that little tilt back the feature that just kind of lead you back in, and you were just cruising along. And it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, yeah. you know, it was just, it was just the greatest effect. And then, um, not only that, but just one more just thing is is the whole. What do they call those big, huge movie screens? Like the IMAX screen? Yeah, the IMAX huge screens, and the, the cars were kind of hanging, so it kind of looked like almost like a soaring kind of idea. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the first times I experienced all that, and that was, it was just such a cool attraction, man. It really was. It, it, again, as a child, that got my imagination going. I remember going home, and like I was big into doing comics at the time, and I would like draw out like mm-hmm. a sea base like under that... Be- it was all modeled off of the idea that yeah, you, we yeah. would be living under the ocean. Yeah, you know, like I, I thought it was so cool when you would pass by the restaurant, the restaurant, you could peek yeah. into the restaurant <laughs> yeah. as people. So and then and again, we'll get to this one in a minute when you go to Sea Base Alpha. It I was, was going like, to say, Whoa. yeah. So can we jump to that? Yeah, sure. Why <laughs> you're already not? in it. So we're going cross park. If you're yeah. looking at the map, we're going from like nine o'clock to like about four or five o'clock. Because there'll be less to say about this one. Because really, what we're all right, so with the, the living seas, what we're missing here is mainly a concept. Right, the overall story. But a, yeah. a huge concept because it was probably the most immersive story mm-hmm. element that I wanted. You, know, you knew you were going on a dark ride, but everything else. Yeah. But I swear, my little eight-year-old mind when I first, I mean, I was stupid. I was eight, but I swore to God I had just gone two miles deep under <laughs> under the yeah. earth. I was in two miles deep under the ocean. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, yeah. going to a sea base. 
I, I still vividly remember watching the movie and just sitting there and being like, oh, no, this is... Because if there's one thing about Epcot I never really warmed up to, it was all the movies. Mm-hmm. And all the movies were done where they would show this footage. It was always this uh, faceless narrator talking in this dire voice in the beginning. There, And so automatically your little child brain would just kind of start to tune out. Right. As soon as I saw it's like, oh, wait, wait, what? We're, it was like I snapped out of it and like, wait, we're going to a sea base? And... All of a sudden, as soon as you think it, boom, right off yeah. the side. There are the hydrolators. Right. I was just about to say, on the movie screen, you saw like an outline cartoon of the hydrolators, mm-hmm. and they switched to a live picture of it, and then the doors open, and it's like, holy crap, there it is. Exactly. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you just, yeah. it was like you just woke up. All, all right. of a sudden, you were invigorated, man. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, you know, this is plausible. We're not that far from the coast. No. Maybe actually Disney's doing this. And <laughs> you, know? you know what really sold it? It's like as you approach the hydrolators, Oh my God! There's water underneath these hydrolators, mm-hmm. and it's bubbling, and yeah. it's going to show that we're going all the way underneath this water. And then you get in the hydrolators, and there's levels, and these yep. levels are lining up as the thing goes down, or and the shaking, bubbles are going bubbles up, or the walls, yeah, passing by the rock. Oh, yes, it was so cool. So when you got to Sea Base Alpha, okay, maybe you didn't think you went two miles under the ocean, right? But you thought you went somewhere, <laughs> right? Yeah. It wasn't until I was older and I went back and I was like in college and I was like, oh, <laughs> I get it. Okay. Yeah, 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 Still yeah. cool story. Um, and that was, you know, that was the thing too. Is like not, you, had, you went in with a hydrolator and you had to leave via hydrolator, mm-hmm. which is the coolest part. And, um, and then when you got there, you would board those uh, sea cabs yeah. and you would take a tour of Seabase Alpha, which again... Of course. Why wouldn't you? You just got there. They got to give you a tour of the base. Yeah. So it was really, really, really cool. And it's there. It's all still Seabase Alpha. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gotten a paint job, but yeah. it, they just don't refer to it as that anymore. And they don't care about maintaining the illusion that this is anything more than an aquarium. Right. But the concept alone made it so cool. Yeah. So unique. And my favorite part was that it's that whole story started with the sign for Living Seas. Yeah, if you, it was it was the Living Seas, and it was on that. It was the same kind of rocks that the the the, the seagulls are on now. Mm-hmm. But every now and then you'd have like waves splash up on those rocks. Mm-hmm. You know, like violent waves. So you knew you were going into something that wasn't a calm situation. Right. <laughs> you know, you know you're going into the middle of the ocean where waves are splashing everywhere. You know, waves are alive. Yes, it's alive. It's alive with sea creatures. You're going down. You have to, the safest way is via sea base alpha, the hydrolators, mm-hmm. and that was it. So that, I mean, that set the mood from the very beginning. Absolutely. Even in the queue area, we had like the beach scene I thought was really neat. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that little beach scene with the sand, and you're slowly descending as if you're going into the surf. And the know? writing on that, huh? It's like, and it, and it that rained. That cloudy planet, it waited, rained, and, and it waited, and it waited. And it rained. And it rained. And it rained. <laughs> the deluge. That's <laughs> how I learned the word deluge. <laughs> Thanks deluge. For that food. She delivered that word with absolutely no emotion whatsoever. <laughs> the deluge. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was. So, I mean, again, most of that stuff is still there. The Finding Nemo ride is cool. Mm-hmm. No question. Uh, but, you know, um, so it's not as big there. of a loss. Yeah. But... Again, the concept is is what I miss. The, the whole full story, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Feeling like you were transported to another place. Yeah, and that again, that wasn't an opening day attraction either. You know, that came along later in life, I believe after Horizons, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think that was one of the last ones to be added as part of that um, current Epcot. What else? Where else do we want to go in Future World? Um, World of Motion? <laughs> uh, World of Motion was like the funniest. That was the funniest, Attraction. Yeah. 
that I want to say not just for Epcot, but then probably for Disney. I mean, they had the best sight gags Mm -hmm. in that attraction, bar none. I mean, you had the world's first traffic jam. I mean, that's the iconic scene. Yeah. Where it was like the horse. Horse and buggy. Yeah, horse and buggy. And then the ice truck and the kids are grabbing, uh, what were they drinking? Like milk or something? I can't remember what it was. They, They were... Looting the truck, and then mm. uh, there were animals. And dogs. Yeah. So it was really funny, that scene. But, I mean, the sea serpent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah we, uh, what is it? The, the guy on the ship was looking through his uh, telescope, and yeah, the sea little, serpent's like looking through. And the sea, the yeah. sea serpent's looking right back at him, squinting <laughs> with one eye, yeah. like, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the myths of travel. <laughs> uh, Leonardo da Vinci, yeah, that Leonardo was another Vinci. good one, mm-hmm. uh, where you see Mona Lisa act. You know, notably upset, yeah. <laughs> tapping her foot as you look in the other room, and Da Vinci's on his flying machine. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, they had the yeah, speaking of that, they had the speed rooms in that particular attraction, where you went through like you know you went different vehicles like the uh, like the snow speeder like those movie rooms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah those yeah, three okay. different speed rooms. Yeah, yeah, because that was uh, sponsored by GM, and it talked about the history of transportation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from bikes to like the 1950s with the cars. Well, you start with the foot power. You start with the yeah, the foot power. And you see the caveman yeah. blown on his foot because yeah. his foot is red hot from everywhere. Right, right. Yeah, walked everywhere. And that was the coolest thing is that that attraction, after you got on board at the queue, it went outside. Yes. So you got a neat little view, and I think I might have some pictures if I can dig it up, uh, of Future World from going up, because you went up to like a second story. Yep. And you could see like a little bit of future world out in the distance, which mm-hmm. looked kind of neat, you know? And then it went back in, back inside the show building, which I thought was kind of a neat little concept. Yeah, I was going to say, it's one of the only ones that does, does that. But now, yeah, Test it's Track, covered, you, you yeah. go outside anyway. So I was yeah. going to say, that, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what eventually became Test Track, correct? Yes, that is mm-hmm. the one that became a Test Track. Ah, uh, I gotcha. Correct. Oh, you remember when they were presenting the wheels and one had like a square wheel and one yeah. had like a hexagon triangle, or yeah. a triangle? Yeah. And then, you know, you, you see the, the winner was the round wheel yes. guy. Um, yeah, and the other guys were just sitting there and their wheels were spinning, and but they yeah. were very upset because <laughs> they lost. But I mean, that was, again, everything that yeah. you saw was funny. They, they had a train robbery in there. I remember that. Mm-hmm. You go through uh, the boats, the, buggy, you know, the used chariots. Yeah, the used chariots. They had yeah. the used chariot car lot kind of thing. Used yeah. chariots. There was even a scene where, like, they were trying different modes of animal transportation. So they were trying to board an ostrich or, mm-hmm. you know, trying to domesticate a zebra. Yep. <laughs> it was a dude with a flying carpet, and it was crazy. I mean, yeah. it really had everything. A lot of detail. Uh, so many good sight gags. Uh, but oh, and then behind the billboard, you had the cop on the motorcycle mm. cop. He's checking you out, make sure you weren't speeding. Absolutely, that was a nice little detail that you didn't notice until you went around the bend. So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But that's a that's a lovely attraction that sorely missed. It uh, is. I mean, look, I don't get me wrong. I when I rode Test Track, and okay, well, let's do this. The original Test Track. The original, original Test Track. Track. Yeah, original, yeah. yeah. It was a, it, you know, it wasn't, I liked World of Motion better, but hey, you got to go fast and that was cool. But I, the the original Test Track up against the new Test Track, I, I missed it. it. It made me, just as Test Track made me a little bit misty-eyed for mm-hmm. uh, World of Motion, the new Test Track made me misty-eyed for the old Test Track, which was very well done, I, I thought. Like yeah, it. yeah, the yeah. Te- how they test cars and all that, kind of, that whole story, I yeah. thought was great. I know? don't know what's happening in the new Test Track. Yeah, I don't even know exactly what that's supposed to be, other than like you're designing a, Faux car and but it's like you're co- designing it. it within a computer. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's like all a video computer. Game yeah, I don't, I don't. They know. They so wanted to do Tron. <laughs> <laughs> they should have. <laughs> should we go across the way? To Let's go across Madison's the way. Right I want to get because again, you're not going to hit everything, but my, just our favorites. One of my favorites, absolute favorites, the kitchen cabaret. Oh yes, you know, so many people sit there and talk about, oh well, Epcot didn't have a whole lot in the way of characters for kids, and everyone just forgets 
about the kitchen cabaret. Yeah. I remember I had the magnet with the Mr. Broccoli with the mm-hmm. sunglasses so, yeah. on the refrigerator. I had the placemat. Yeah. I think it had a plush as well. Maybe even a coloring book. Veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit, man. Dude. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I don't even remember the songs that they sung so much. I remember that one. It, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that more now as an adult yeah. because of the subtext. But it's like... Remembering showbiz and trying yeah. to remember what songs the right. bear, uh, the gorilla song, or you know, right. I, I right. you know, as an adult having watched back YouTube, I was like, oh, they're just covering old Beatles hits. But as a kid, I remember watching it and being fascinated yeah. because I mean, I, you know, that's something that used to be a thing. I guess now they just don't think kids are into watching robotic shows, shows where they yeah. play music and stuff. But um, I, that one was well done. Though. It was very yeah. well done. The, the Calypso broccoli guy was my favorite. Oh, yeah. The shades and mm-hmm. pop up whenever you go cha-cha-cha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the only reason why I know those, that music so well is because I, I bought the Epcot uh, music album. They had mm-hmm. just a, a, an Epcot Center music album that had like the medley from the Kitchen Cabaret. Oh, did it? Yeah, it did. So it had like, um, you know, Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit, the Ham and Eggs tune where they're telling jokes and stuff. Ham and Eggs. Oh, yeah. my God. They were funny. Yeah, the, the comedy troupe. They had that little uh, video with the chicken. Yes. The chicken that, uh, oh, man, there was a, what was it, a wolf? Something like that, yeah. yeah they showed it kind of like, you know how the country bears do the whole every guy turns me on, turns me down thing yes. where they show the little slideshow? Yes. They did it like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was you know, part of their jokes, yeah. Exactly. Because I remember the egg had the little spinny bow tie yeah. where he tell jokes and his eyebrows would flip and his hat would tilt. I just remember thinking it was the funniest thing that the chicken was like six foot two and beat the hell out of the fox or <laughs> yes. whatever it was. I think it was a fox. Yeah, I think it was a fox. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I yeah, mean, I don't remember. That's part of the trouble with this is remembering back then. I, you know what else I remember? I remember standing out in front waiting to go in and being legit excited because they, the waiting area to go in, it was styled to look like a movie theater with the marquee, with the lights glowing. Right, yeah. Um, Kitchen Cabaret Review, they had coming attractions posters yeah. on the wall and stuff. So, I mean, it was really something that you kind of look forward to going into there. You um, know, I just remembered part of the words from that song with the wolf and the chicken. He's like, uh, he'll never forget the licking he got from that big chicken. Exactly. Now he, now he gets his groceries from the store. Exactly. <laughs> I remember why, that cracked us up. Whatever yeah. reason, as a kid, that is one of the most funniest yeah. jokes that you could, you could tell. But um, anyway, yeah, no, Kitchen, kitchen Cabaret is great. Huge for me. I yeah. really loved the. I, I remember being so disappointed when I went back with Anna and I'm watching Food Rocks. Yeah. And being yeah. like, oh, man. And it, it wasn't that it was a bad idea to update it and maybe include some more modern tunes yep. because the, the songs that they did, the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy and yeah. all that, I mean, it was old stuff. So to update it was cool, but all the animatronics were just so crappy and mm-hmm. there was nothing... Um, I don't know. Just it, it. It didn't look like they really invested. Like the 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 character came through uh, when you saw the kitchen crackpots playing. Yeah, and and you yeah, saw yeah. the calypso. The the what do you call them? The um, calypso band. Fiesta thing. fruit. Yeah, fiesta fruit. Yeah, yeah. they were. You know. Yeah, that the character just came across in, in the way that they looked. There was no sense of character in Food Rocks whatsoever. It yeah, was just that crappy was crappy animatronics. Yeah, I didn't remember that one as much. And I discovered Kitchen Cabaret later in life uh, because they had other attractions that they still had that little thing through the greenhouse, little boat ride was cool. But the one that I but they had somebody talking to you instead of yes animated spiel. Yes, they they actually had people talking about the stuff that was going on, which I preferred. Yeah, I did too. Uh, It was just like the buses. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, the thing that I avoided a lot, which uh, you know, is that movie? I don't even remember the movie Symbiosis. Symbiosis. Yes, I saw that once. I was like, 
as a little kid. You know, that's when your parents, and God bless them, they were just trying to make sure you got to see everything, but that's why they did you no favors. That's why I was programmed uh, when I sat down to watch Universe of Energy mm-hmm. or uh, Living Seas. I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. Yeah. You know, because you just saw the movie over in France. Or you just right. saw the movie in China, you know, whatever it was. Like, the movies really didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, but as a kid, I had no problem with the animatronic shows. Anybody that says that... Um, Kids couldn't find anything to do in, in Epcot. I I'd strongly no, dispute there was that. Tons, man. I mean, even oh, yeah. in the Communicores, uh, the original concept for the Communicores, I used to love playing in there. You know, oh, I remember yeah. they had a little taxi cab game and the little robot arm that. Yeah, drew. the robot arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that thing was great. And they had the 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 computer show, the input output guy. You know, um, I forgot the name of the tune, but anyway, I, yeah, but there was so. Oh, I remember the, the whole nuclear power plant display that they had. Oh, we wow. had to raise and lower the uranium rods so that it wouldn't overheat. And, but I you couldn't lower it. that one. Yeah, but you couldn't. Le- yeah, it was just an up and down button. But you couldn't leave the uranium rods too long, or else it would not produce any more power. So you had to pull them out eventually and let it get heated up, so it would create more power. But then you had to keep constantly going back and forth and regulating it. A lot of pressure to yeah, put on somebody because <laughs> they had a whole uh, Homer Simpson over yeah. there, right? Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. But but yeah, they had a whole display where like you see them really uranium rods go up and down as you moved it up, and it was like the coolest thing, man. Oh, speaking of which, let's okay. So let's close. I think this might close out Future World. I'm not sure. And Image Works. Oh, Image Journey works. into Imagination. Uh, oh my God. That, speaking of playing around, I yeah. used to play the Image Works all the time. Image Works was great for that. Like I remember yes. going through Communicore. I remember a bit of it, mm-hmm. but Image Works. I remember that vividly. Oh yeah, they had the um, pin table. They had mm-hmm. the conduct the orchestra. They had the rainbow tunnel. The, the big paintbrush big that paint you would. Brush, yeah. Yeah. Oh god, Image Works was so much fun. Uh, but the acting stuff, you could act mm-hmm. different scenes. You know, it could be a cowboy with the scene, dream in space. Yeah, with a dream finder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they inserted you right in with right. the dream finder. It was the coolest thing. It was, uh, and, and of course, that's Journey into Imagination, which was the original Journey into Imagination, mm-hmm. which is where I fell in love with Figment. That yeah. was, I mean, to watch what they're doing with them now, it's a travesty. But that original Journey into Imagination ride, you know, I say that. Horizons is probably the most perfect dark ride that mm-hmm. I've ever been on in Epcot. Journey into Imagination was the most well, how do I put it, conceptualized yeah. um, Techn- way of... Technically, too, I thought. Well, it's like, how do you communicate the imagination? Yeah. And... Damn, if they didn't do it well. <laughs> no, that was excellent. I mean, you know, the, the, what they have going on right now is here. We're going to like uh, Dr. Nigel Channing. Is that his name? Yeah. Eric Idle. Uh, it's like, okay, we're going to, we're in a laboratory and we're testing out, you know, different, how your imagination affects your senses. Right. They were teaching you in the original attraction how your imagination affects every great thing, like literature. Yeah. And what's uh, about science? The, the performing arts, <laughs> science, everything. How your imagination shaped the mm-hmm. world, not just your senses. Right. Um, and so like you start off with the dream finder. He's in, he creates figment. He's riding around this little dream machine. And that's what they parodied mm-hmm. in South park when they created the dream catcher guy. Yeah. 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 Um, I can't remember if he was called the dream catcher or what, but I mean, he sung the imagination song. Yeah. As he, it, you got to go look back at that. If you haven't seen South oh, park, it was, it's, yeah. it's a really good parody I need to find it. I, I, I haven't seen that one, but I have to find it. Oh yeah. I love that. Um, so anyway, uh, it starts off like that, and then you, you, they move on, and they go into these different worlds. And the first world you go into, I want to say, well, I think you drop off the dreams in the dream port. Yeah, yeah, because it was cool, because 
Um, yeah, you got out of the little, I guess it was a circle thing that mm-hmm. you did. You got out and you saw the back of the, the Dream Fighter's vehicle. Yes. Uh, and you see him, you know, downloading everything that he's caught, mm-hmm. which I thought was just a great little piece of detail. And then you move on, and the very first one is like, uh, it, it's how imagination affects art, like drawing and coloring. Mm-hmm. And you, basically, what you do is you enter into a three dimensional coloring book, yeah. is, is the best way I could think. It's almost like. It's a world made of paper cutouts right. that are being colored by figment in the dream finder, I guess. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, and you'll have lighting that are hitting these things. They'll have, you had like rainbow reflecting pools yes, in there where yes. they were painting. The, it was beautiful. It was yeah. like, oh my God. It was a huge room and it was gorgeous. Yeah. These were like, okay, so it was done. Okay. So you had. Art, then you had literature. Was mm-hmm. the next one I want to? And yeah, it was which all is about, great. Yes, because you start with this like Captain Nemo and mm-hmm. the playing the organ and the Nautilus kind of yeah. thing, where you see, or the Haunted Mansion <laughs> uh, organist playing, where you see the Dreamfinder playing this organ with these letters, and it's producing all these words, yeah. and these words are like forming the basis of stories. Yes. And it gets a little spooky there. Right. I remember as a kid getting a little worried. <laughs> well, it's the one uh, I remember vividly is uh, a figment holding, trying to hold close that book. Of monsters. Of monsters that yeah. was trying to get out. Yeah. Oh, wow. and, you know, I'd pass and he was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, man. Do you remember figment? Like, right, he would be up on the like a, a cliff and there would be like a moon. Yeah. And he had the, the, yeah. the building blocks and it would say bat. And then the, you'd see yeah, the bat. Yeah, you'd see bat, yeah. And then he turned one of the blocks and it would say cat. And the shape in the moon would change right. to a cat. Yeah. And it was really kind of cool how, you know, words and literature are inspired mm-hmm. by imagination. And, um, well, you know, another thing I remember from this attraction is this was one of the first attractions where they took a picture of the ride vehicles, people in it, and immersed you up on the screen. Oh, that's right. Because what they would do is take a picture of you earlier in the ride. And then when you got to the part where Dreamfinder is like a director, movie director, and he mm-hmm. had the camera pointing at you, mm-hmm. closing scenes. But yeah, that was one of the few tracks. I was like, oh my God, they took a picture of me. When did they do that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I mean, later in life, I figured out how they did that. It was like when all those strobes are going in the science room. <laughs> well, in the third one, like you just said, it was like a performing arts room. Yeah. You see yeah. how imagination shapes like the arts, and you see Figment. Um, what was he doing? He was like preparing for a show or something. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. He was like in a dressing room and he had a. I remember him vividly having like a Dreamfinder mask. He was like in his outfit, cap, type of tails, and he had a little Dreamfinder mask that he'd take on and off. He was facing the mirror when he was singing, uh-huh. you know, and he had a mask that he'd put on and take off and stuff. I vividly remember that. For some reason, not, not too many people remember that little. Scene. I, I thought it was I'm the coolest struggling thing. to remember that, but you know what? I do remember, and you can see this figment to this day was the when you go to the space when you see hitchhiking, yeah, astronaut figment, yeah, as you go into the science room and mm-hmm. you, you see how and what about science, yeah. <laughs> but you, oh, but you also see the Dreamfinder was conducting like a light orchestra. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, which, which you could do when you got up to the Image Works. Yeah, yeah. yeah that so, was a great uh, attraction. First opened, it had the Magic Journeys mm-hmm. movie, the 3D movie. They had the whole 3D movie thing and the whole Kodak True Colors. It's an opportunity. It was in the pre-show <laughs> movie. I remember that vividly because like ah. I was going to say since we're right here. Okay, so now we just discussed all that. Obviously, we can't do everything. No. But um, and and really, I mean, seriously, every single pavilion we caught on, like that, those are favorites. Yeah, I can say every Abs- single one of those a favorite. Hands down, same here. Um, this one, I, this is why. When, just in case somebody's like, you didn't bring this up, Captain EO. Is that a favorite to you? That's what took the place of that movie. Yeah, it took the place of Magic Journeys. Magic Journeys actually moved to the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. and they brought Captain EO in. Um, when I was younger, I thought that was better. I guess than Magic Journeys. Magic Journeys. 
I didn't appreciate it until I was older. Mm-hmm. I thought it was boring. Um, Captain Neo was better. I kind of liked it, but I really liked Honey, I Shrunk, I Shrunk the, the audience. audience. I thought that was very well very done. Very immersive yeah. and very well done. Yes. You know? I, I don't think it gets, it's, it's due accolades because, I mean, whenever they replay, they're like, okay, you know what? We're going to bring Captain Neo back. They never seem to bring back Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. I mean, yeah. it was a good attraction. Right. It yep. was one of the first 4D quote yes. unquote, yeah. things that they did because you had the little thing that tickled your legs with the, when the rats got into the audience. Uh-huh. The floor of the whole audience moved, moved. Ooh, when right. the dog was walking or the baby was walking. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the 3D. You had the water spritzing when the dog sneezed on you. There was like so many different things that happened. And, you know, they have the debut of Dr. Nigel Channing. <laughs> you know, exactly. That's the where ward. from. Right. This is Linsky. And, you know, that was... Um, yeah, it was just great. They had the strobe lights for thing when things went, you know, the machine went haywire, so it added that effect. So it was a, one of the first times they had all the effects done onto you as you were seeing it in the movie, mm-hmm. which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, and, you know, and it's still there, but I still enjoy the little fa- fountains. Oh, the, the water jumping, jumping, yeah, jumping back fountains. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. I still enjoy that out in the back after you get out there. Still mesmerizes kids. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh my God, you know, I'm sitting there watching... Uh, a performance of the Kitchen Cabaret because I wanted to remember some of the songs that right. they sung because mm-hmm. th- again that's the one thing I can't I was watching that my daughter comes along and she's like what is that can, can we go see that it's in <laughs> Disney I was like we didn't see that in Disney and I'm like I know and you're not going you to never, <laughs> so, although no. I hear it's well no that's Food Rocks but I hear it's still behind a wall but I think it's the Food Rocks iteration of that uh, I was going to say I remember taking the behind the, the Keys to the Kingdom uh, tour yeah. and uh, dismantled Bonnie Appetit was being used to illustrate a uh, oh. working animatronic where you could push a button and her arm would move or something like that. So I don't think Oh well. I don't think that version of the show is back there, unfortunately. Yeah, Kitchen remember, cabinets yeah. in the cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> they put them back in the pantry, right? Right. It's locked That's away. Right. That was <laughs> like a kitchen like compost now. Kitchen yeah. compost. <laughs> that was what was so cool compost. about it. It was like a kitchen come to life. Like you were watching a kitchen. And then, mm-hmm. oh, the refrigerator opened. Here's, you know, yeah, there's the here's desserts. the milk. And the, okay. yeah. Oh, the pantry opened. Uh, here, oh, the, there's ham and eggs on the, on the stove. Yeah. You know, it's like, that was, it was, again, we're, we're getting sidetracked because we're going backwards, but okay. Yeah, but but who's going to clean yeah. up that mess? Yeah. We're only talking about favorites here. So I'm saying Wonders of Life did nothing for me. Body Wars made me sick. I didn't, yeah, Body Wars made me sick too. I, I didn't experience that attraction enough to I was to really one and appreciate done. it. Yeah. That was. I'd it. go in. I'd you know. I never really played through the attractions as much. Maybe because I was maybe I was a little older. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. It, it didn't really stick with me as much as the other ones. I guess. No, it didn't. And you know, I've I've heard Rolly Crump talk about what it should have been. I have a feeling I would have enjoyed that a lot more than what we got. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to hear that actually. <laughs> I'm well, curious to see what they got. Hopefully, coming up soon in May. Yeah, that'd be nice. Tease, tease. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, good. We can skip body. Uh, we can skip body wars. Yeah, body wars was known for, yeah. but yeah, I, I was not a fan of um, what they did with Wonders of Life. Universe of Energy. Is there anything there to where? I mean, outside of the mosaics that they used to lo- use in the in the pre-show. That see that the thing as far as the old show. That's one of the things I missed is them actually using the mosaic theater thing. Yes, and if you guys don't know what the mosaic theater thing is. The pre-show that Ellen does now, um, it doesn't move, but those film tiles used to flip around and create different shapes and triangles and things would be projected on it to give it some like texture. And so it was a, I remember it was was such a big to do because this guy designed the whole thing and it was such a unique thing and they don't even use it anymore, which is a shame. 
Um, but I thought that was cool, and I actually dug the music in Universe of Energy. Yeah. That and the dinosaurs. I dug the dinosaurs. I wrote it for the dinosaurs. Yeah, and that was the other thing I did like about the original show is that it really built the anticipation of those dinosaurs. Like mm-hmm. when Ellen, it's like we're going to go see dinosaurs. Yeah. It's a fun thing. It was a little bit spooky when you were going to go see those dinosaurs yeah. the way they led into that. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was. Know? It was The whole brilliant. idea of you riding on sunshine, which is what they had in the guidebooks then. Because <laughs> it was solar powered. They had solar power panels on top of the roof. I remember you talking about that wire. Yeah, yeah the eighth-inch wire. That's the only thing that guided the particular ride vehicles through that attraction was an eighth-inch wire powered by the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it, and, it, and, it t- and the little robot vehicles would take you where it needed to go. And hopefully, you know, when I was little, it, uh, I was hoping it wouldn't... St- Crash me into a dinosaur. <laughs> I didn't want to be eaten, you know. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, it's, I, I kind of dug the Ellen's Any Adventure. Yeah, when I it think came it, online. I thought it, it was cool a way to make it hip. It makes it a little bit easier to digest. Yes, I mean, yes. again, those those movies that are a little bit too heavy. Yeah, that that can I can see that taking the child out of learning experience because I know it did it for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ellen kind of lightened it up. And Bill Nye, my God, my daughter still watches Bill Nye videos. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think she has any clue that Bill Nye doesn't look like that anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bill uh, Nye, the science Last guy. time I saw Bill Nye, my God, Bill was looking a little scary. He's got a new show on um, Netflix. Netflix now, yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah, Bill Nye saves the world or something like that. Oh, God. I'm going to have to let her... See. I don't know. She might be like, Dad, what happened to Bill Nye? <laughs> he <laughs> he all right, old. Daddy? He got old. That was like when we saw Scott Hall. And I entered, it's like, look, there's Razor Ramon. She looked at Dad, what happened to <laughs> Razor Ramon? <laughs> Oil of LA did not work on him. Hard life, baby. Hard yeah, life. That's right. Hey, Daddy's getting old too, sweetie. Um, <laughs> all right, so where do we want to jump to now? All right, well, real quick, Spaceship Earth, anything to say about that? I, I'm fine with what they have right I'm now. I'm fine with what they have right now. Okay. You know, so good. Now, cool. We're ending the portion of the show where Lee and Eli don't really have a whole lot to say. So now we're going to get into <laughs> Yeah. That's why I just figured let's just get it out of the way yeah. now. We, we, yeah. Thank you for allowing us to just to throw up no, all, I, all this I, information. You know what was, was crazy was like I was, I was listening to that and, uh, and yeah, some stuff I had read. I was like, well, maybe this jogs some memory, but I was like, damn, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Except when you said, honey, I shrunk the audience because – we I, saw it together. We saw that yeah. one, and yeah. I did like that one. It was weird having Rick Moranis like point, mm-hmm. you know, at me, uh, you know, lean down. Oh yeah, lean, yeah, you yeah. okay? Yeah, that was a cool ride though. You yeah. might have got hurt. You know, the thing is, like, if, if this stuff was still around, I mean, Epcot would be a two day park. Right now, I, it's hey, you know, do Soren, do Test Track, do Frozen, and then go tiered. to World Showcase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then maybe uh, Spaceship Earth, but. I mean, that's it. That's all you do, and then you go to World Showcase. Well, not only that, man. These rides, I mean, they, this was not no two- to three-minute experience. Right. No 20-, 30-minute rides, this right? This was an exactly. experience. It ate up crowds, and it, you, you learned a little something. You, were you got out of the sun. Something. You got out of the sun because there was right. barely any cover in Epcot. Generally, you always mm-hmm. had something to fool around with afterwards, whether yes. it was the Image Works or whether it was the um, uh, World of Motion. I mean, they had the cars over there. Just yeah. like, well, they do that now, I guess it, it's fair enough to say. They had more cars. They had more, <laughs> more accessible <laughs> more cars, cars, too. Um, yeah, and whatnot. But yeah, it, there, there was a lot more to uh, Look, no doubt, Future World is broke. I mean, it, it's broken. I, what, <laughs> the concept that was supposed to hold it all together just doesn't exist just anymore. Just isn't there, no. Um, and I don't know what you do to bring it back. I think it's just too far gone. I don't know if there's a way to bring Future World back. Um, and you'd have to do like a lot of integration of new technology with iPads and phones and apps and you know all that kind of stuff. I mean, you'd really have to appeal to a totally new generation. Um, and and the problem is that the next 
As soon as you build it, five yeah. minutes later, the technology is defunct. Right. You get into the planning phase, and by the time you, you, you're out of the planning phase and it's been greenlit. Yeah, I mean, you can't take two years to build a, 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 an attraction about technology. No, that's, that's a true. great Very point. True. You got to move point. on that sucker, yeah. All right, moving on. Do we want to stay in Epcot now? Uh, maybe something the fellas can contribute to, El Rio de Tiempo? Mm, Didn't do it. No, <laughs> oh, you took it. You took me there, man. Missed, you, missed that one. I love it. You missed El Rio de Tiempo? The first uh, ride me and my wife rode uh, as a couple when we went to Disney World. It was nice. The first moment I knew we were going to have a good vacation was when we, when you heard the song and, and you, the fireworks were going off and the kids were celebrating. It was like the Day of the Dead. Or, and she was just like, wow. This is one word. And I'm like, and this is a cynical woman. And it was like, wow. And I was like, I, if she likes this, <laughs> the oh, rest oh, of yeah. this trip is going to be... Smooth as hell. And sure enough. You know what was yeah. cool about that attraction? Hmm. And you mentioned it, the fireworks. Yes. The fireworks effect I thought was killer. Because you heard the sound and you saw it explode in the sky. Yes. Right. Almost like a pattern. When I was little and I looked at it, I was like, how did it do that? Exactly. You know, things crackled and snapped and popped and reacted just like fireworks do outside. And I was like, it's not even nighttime outside. You know. I love that. I love the hagglers, the shop Oh, people. the vendors uh, and chase you down. Yeah, yeah they yeah. chase you down while you're going through the room. You know, they wouldn't leave you alone. Like, How about this thing? Oh, yeah. da, 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 da. here, two by three. Let's come back. Yeah, no, that was really cool. And yeah. it was on like a loop. So depending on when you went, you either got the girl or the guy yeah, 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 chasing yeah. after you, trying yeah. to get you to buy their wares. Um, oh, man, it was so cool. The song is just... La, 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 la. It's so... Ingr- yeah, I mean, you know, it was like Small World... A Mexican small world is really what it, what it, it was. Really yeah. was. It was. Yeah. Very, very much so. Yeah. And, you know, the three capillaries has kind of really changed that. I mean, it's kind of a little disjointed. Like, you're like, why is there the three capillaries are playing a festival? The, the, I'm sorry. The three capillaries are playing a concert in the middle of the Day of the Dead. I and mean, who's going to go see it? Everyone's at the festival. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Aerosmith ride but with the three caballeros. Right. We lost uh, Donald. We got to chase him down in the slowest boat ever. But no, yeah. So, oh man, that was really a great, great ride. The, oh, the music, like, again, like Small World, mm-hmm. two different versions. You had the Spanish and the English version. Yeah. Although at Small World, you get quite a few different languages, I guess. But, um, and they would always clip, may your heart be delighted with the music of Mexico. As yeah. you would leave yes, the ride, yes. it was like, it was, I can't remember how it went. <laughs> it, was it was something like, like that. that. Yeah. It was, may your heart be filled with Mexico. <laughs> oh, I always wanted to be like Ricardo Montalban. It's like, Corinthian leather. Yes, <laughs> a hippie. Come to me, Fantasy Island. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now go Do eat in my restaurant. what is a plethora? Kirk. <laughs> Guapo, what is a plethora? <laughs> It's a mail plane. How can you tell? <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal ride. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I mean, and it was spooky. Again, another one that you start off going down those temples and you're seeing all these warriors Aztecs, and, chanting yeah. and you're like, holy cow, what am I in for here? And then all of a sudden, it just gets delightful. <laughs> all right, so all moving right. on. From, okay, That's Maelstrom. How about Maelstrom? Can y'all talk about Maelstrom? Oh, my God. Missed uh, it. The, the, the trolls. Stop. <laughs> Seriously. Stop. <sighs> You were not the first to pass this way. It was there like I, two years ago. <laughs> it doesn't mean I went to Epcot, though. Like Frozen ain't been there that long. The trolls. You are not the first to pass this way. Well, he went to Soar and he probably went to Test Track and that was it. Exactly. He went, he went exactly. eight. You know, if you weren't so worried about doing four parks in one day, <laughs> and yeah, doing do the main attractions, you could have appreciated it a little bit more. He was an e-ticket yeah. guy. He, he took the e-ticket route. I know. No, we went on. No, I'm trying to. You, I'm, me, and Kevin went on Norway. 
because we knew it was going away. Hey. Are you talking to me or, Ke- or, or he's talking to me? No, no, no. You left us every chance you got. I'm talking to Eli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, because we that. knew it was the last time we were going to see it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you go backwards down the waterfall. You see the back, troll. Back, back, <laughs> back over the falls. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Ke- Kevin, didn't you make us watch the, the movie at the end yes, too? I do remember that. You're like, oh, watch the movie at the end. Wow, man, where wow. were you? Oh, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm like. Were you smoking at the time? No, no, but I probably was. I remember, I remember the queue where we were looking for like hidden Mickeys and stuff. Yeah, it's all over that, that room with the mural and yeah, all you meant the stuff. big mural with the big Nordic guy and the blonde. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look that one up. No I, matter, no matter. I'm, I'm, like, wow. I'm like, wow, I'm really. I mean, I'm well, we'll, to we'll find something y'all can contribute. No, with. I mean, I, I, I mean, I what have, do y'all throw? Yeah, out what, what, what do y'all want to talk about? Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get off of Epcot. What do y'all want to? talk I think that's all of Epcot, right? That's yeah, that's all. I mean, it wasn't anything really that that changed. As much, I I I I went through some of that list there, and uh, I distinctly remember the Adventurers Club when oh, we went the whole the whole Pleasure Island deal. If I could have one of these things back, and that's including Horizons, I'd take the Adventurers Club every day, no question, no no doubt about it. If there's anything that's, I get Horizons is is a little yeah. outdated. It's a little bit. It's always going to fall behind the Adventurous Club. Yes, that, yeah. if I could have one of these back, that's the one I want. I yeah, because I I remember just because uh, you were you brought me in there and I, I didn't know what to expect, but I, I enjoyed like the whole the whole look of it. You know how it had like you know like you were big big bad you know game hunter kind of thing. Yes. You know you, you're going in there, and I remember we sat in like a lounge, and uh, I'm not really a person who likes to. Sing, yeah, sing, and you know, only when you're that. on a show. <laughs> yeah, only exactly. Like you know, like I'm sitting at the show. I'm not really one of those people. Like if I went to like a, a, a see a magician, and the magician was like, "Okay, you there in the audience? You know, big black guy, you want to come here and like you know be sawed in half?" Like, no, I don't want to go up there. I just want to watch it. But I remember going there, and um, there was yeah, there was this lady there. She's like, you know, there was like like three of them, and then like one of them came up there, was like, "You sir, come here." And I'm like, "Wasn't it the maid that took you on stage? Yeah, the, on, up on stage with the maid. What was it they made you do? Like, well, we well they did. They grabbed you. I don't remember. It's possible. I don't remember being grabbed. I, I I'm pretty sure. Um, you remember if you were grabbed? I would hope. My wife was there. Yeah, okay. your wife was there. Maybe that's why the memory erased. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what did they do? I don't know. No, no, grabbing. I ain't seen nothing, girl. You listened to the, you listened to the wrong segment, baby. <laughs> I didn't say that. You know, now. you get older, your memory gets filtered. Ixnay on the girl grabbing. <laughs> yeah, no. She uh, the 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 maid. Yeah, the maid pulled me up and was like, "You're a strapping young lad." Yes. And uh, and I was like, "Well, how can I say no to that?" Yeah. In that time, I was in better shape than I am now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool. And she went up there and she was like, you know, flex your muscles in front of everybody. And uh-huh. she was like, ooh, look at that. And you know, they were singing and you know, and everything like that. And I really got into that, mm-hmm. into that show. And uh, yeah. I remember you were voguing up there. Yeah, I was like, what, you want some of these guns? Bah, bah. <laughs> Check this out, girl. What you doing after the show? That's right. You're going to see a real adventure in this club. What's going on? Um, but I, I do, I, I do miss that that section of, uh, like you said, the whole Pleasure Island experience yes. uh, for for what it was. I mean, I I don't mind um, Jack Lindsay's yeah. that's there now. I mean, that's, that's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool. Like we you know, we cool. all went there and had a drink. Yeah. It was cool, you know. I was like, yeah, you know, you you try these different drinks, and you know, but it's not an experience. It's not, no, thank no, you. It's, it's not like Adventure Club. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't an experience. Um, I. I finally remember remember that. Uh, so yes, 
Adventures yeah. Club, I, I do miss. Yeah, have you ever been to Adventures Club before? No, Kevin? that's one regret that I, I make. Um, and, and I was telling your wife this earlier before recording. I was like, one of the reasons is like because I always look over there and it's like a, such a huge line. It's like oh, I don't feel like waiting in line, and oh. so I just bypass. That's the one thing I didn't see on a, a Pleasure Islands. I missed out on Adventures Club, but I always hear great things about it. And I'm sure if I'd went, I would have freaking just, I would have opened and closed that thing. If you would have <laughs> went, you would have enjoyed that more so than anything. And I, I don't think you, they could have dragged you out of there. Probably, yeah. You're probably right. With your love of yeah. music and your love of spontaneous performance show. And, and show, I mean, and, and they always made it a point to include the audience. Like, I remember one time, and, and everything that they did was adult. Right. But, like, it was adult jokes. But it was brilliantly crafted to where they did it just throughout pure innuendo like so they would divide you up and you're gonna sing this half of the song and you guys sing this half of the song and uh your side a and your side b and then each Mm -hmm. side would have an adventure and the side a guy would be like okay your side a all right so i want you to get in touch with your side a side a i want you to touch your anus I want you to reach down, dig deep into your anus. <laughs> the other guy's like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You listen to all that. No, no, no. You're side B. And, and, and side B, I want you to go down and reach down deep and feel your penis. <laughs> your penis. Hold your penis. <laughs> you know, and then like, you know what? We shouldn't be doing this. The anus and the penis should come together. <laughs> and they would do that kind of innuendo, which is like, holy cow, how are they saying this in a Disney thing? And it was the funniest thing. It was great. I, I, me and yeah. my wife, just before y'all came over, we watched um, Otis T. Wren do Who Threw the Whiskey in the Well, oh, nice. which they also yeah, did sang, when, yeah. when Eli and I was there with us, and we all sang along, and it was just so I mean, so thank God for fun. YouTube, huh? Catching uh, all this stuff? I'm gonna say, you know, you get so many questions. You do a show like this, you get so many questions from people saying, what do you do like when you're away from the parks to you know keep your, that Disney side of you going? And obviously for us, it, it's the podcast. I mean, yeah. it's really... Once you start to like... If before we did the podcast, what did I do? I listened to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Now you do a podcast, you don't really have time to listen. Plus, you don't want to listen to other ones because if you do, you're worried that you might somebody might say, "Well, you, you got that from such and such." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is also one of the things that still to this day I will do. I'll pull up old Adventures Club clips. Yeah. And watch them like while I'm at work. If if you haven't watched Emil Bleehall sing, "I'm Your Mailman." Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you need to stop what you're doing and just write that down. Go to work. Come up with who threw the whiskey in the well. Uh, I'm your mailman. Um, that was another good one that they did. Um, don't make me laugh. Another good Otis friend. You know, the best Otis friend we had, and, and you can still see him today. If you go take the Magical Express, the guy on the bus that gives you the tips and the hints about what you're supposed to do when you're riding the Magical oh, yeah, Express. Yeah. Right, right. That was a guy who used to play Otis T. Wren. The guy who played the fake Wano Joe. Mm-hmm. Remember when we saw him, we're like, oh, this is a real Guanajo? He was also a member of the Adventurers Club. He'd play Otis Wren. He'd play Emil Bleehall. He'd play a, a couple different characters in there. Okay. And they all play different characters. So um, those performers are still working in and around Disney. and Just not in the roles they had, not exactly. they had before. Right. Trader Sam's ex- was kind of close as far as saying, yeah. uh, you know, here, we're going we're gonna to be outlandish and stuff like that. But it's not as organic as Adventurers Club was, you know what I mean? Like it was like if you doesn't hold a candle to it, right? If you do something, it triggers something else. These guys just were like, "Hey, I remember like you were saying with the songs, and yeah. they split us up." Mm-hmm. I, I 
I like I just and had they this fuss flash. at you if you you better sing. Yeah, that was you had no choice. But like, if you weren't one of those guys who sang, you were singing. You were enjoying it because if they didn't, they would call you out. They would pull you up on stage. <laughs> yes, they would mock you. They'd make funny, and you you loved every second of it. I did feel like an adventure. I felt like mm-hmm. one of the guys that like you know, I just came in from like you know killing an elephant mm-hmm. or something like that, and I'm like, yeah. That and was I was great. never like a Rocky Horror Picture Show guy or anything like that. But as you went more and more and you learned, like, whenever they say hoopla, you're supposed to say hoopla. Nah, yeah, yeah. You know, or kungaloosh, that kind of thing. You, you would catch in and, like, then you were in on the joke. And then you would help other people who would come in that just didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Right. And it was just, it was a delight to see people who had never experienced it before experience it for the first time. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, it's a bummer because I really do think that mm-hmm. y'all would have – I remember I never had a Kungaloosh until the day they, they closed because there wasn't much on the big sugary mm-hmm. drinks and stuff yeah. like that. I finally had a Kungaloosh. I was like, right – the last time that Eli, me, and Anna went to the Adventurers Club was our hurricane when we got stranded out in Mariana, Florida. <sighs> and we're like, the hell with this. We're going to take a, a, you know, a day or two trip over to Disney World because we knew the Adventurers Club was closing. Right, and right. we went out there and caught one of the last performances. And it was standing room only. Yeah, it yeah. was so packed. Like They did a show. We didn't get to see the hoopla. They, you, you trailed out and you tried to get back in. Couldn't get back in. Wow. We weren't having it. Every once in a while, they'll do like a reunion, and we'll have to just keep an eye out and see if they do another one. And if they do, we'll have to make it a point to to schedule it because it's something that I swear to God, Kevin, if if everybody I know, you're the one guy who, if you got to see original performance from there, would be kicking yourself in the butt being like, why did I not do what have I been missing my whole life? Because yeah. I remember when I did it, I was like, "What was wrong with me? How did I not know about this from the start?" Yeah. And it became a, 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 a you know every every time we went, we had to go. That's my, my Eli just hit on my absolute favorite. I'm I'm yeah. done gushing. Why don't we let Lee go? Lee, what you got, man? Well, you know, I'm going to be honest. I don't I don't really have anything. I mean, again, I've I've almost had to approach this as of things like I wish I hadn't missed this. You know what I mean? Like I missed it, but it sounds so cool. That I wish I wouldn't have missed it, like River Country. Like, yeah, I never like did that River sounds Country. like the coolest thing ever. Like Tom Sawyer ish. It's kind of like um, had the you snorkel know, back back in the woods and stuff. Yeah, like that's something that I wish was still around. Like I never got to experience it personally, but everything I see on it and everything that I read on it is like, man, that must have been the coolest. I mean, we do have the two water parks, but I was this is say- more like it's not the same. But you, you, know, you haven't water, been to Typhoon Lagoon because that's really good. Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, yeah, are no, I, really, I, I really love good. them both. But it just seemed to me this is more like, um, like uh, at a camp somewhere, you know, out in the woods. Well, Unless the I'm first, mistaken about it was how the first, it was set up. No, it was. It was the first water park that Disney had on property, and it was right. attached to the Fort Wilderness Campground. Not and, and I'm sure that you know the, the two new water parks are quote unquote better. They but are. This just seems a little more like classic Disney, um, you know. Like you could see Walt having a cabin there somewhere, <laughs> right? You know, right. yeah. Look, it just I like chlorine in my water <laughs> when I go to a water park with other people. So just well, when that, I mean, ask- yeah, like, no, no, okay, no. So I'm not- when we were kids, when we were kids, we used to go to a place, you know, about a, you know twenty miles down the road called Chain of Lakes. It was a a man made lake, and it was like it's in the woods, man. I mean, like you would see snakes and stuff, like for real, and you know stuff like that, right? But at the same time, like you never felt like you were going to get like brain-eating amoebas or anything like that. It was still man-made oh. water fixture. It's well, like we you can know, see an anaconda. Like we going to let that go as long as, you know. I believe they did have the brain-eating amoebas at River Country as well, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm hearing, I yeah. was part yeah. of the issue, but um, there was 
there's technology. I mean, you can you can get rid of that stuff. But anyway, so that's again kind of reminds me of what I envision uh, River Country to be. All right, I can see that. I can see I can see your affinity with that. Well, uh, I, I I did not like when you were talking about the during the imagination and all of the creativity and stuff that inspired you to see that. One thing that used to always get me was when we would go. And there was like that that art of animation section. Like Magic of Disney. Oh, that's yeah. the exact yeah. one I was gonna bring up. Oh, all right. Magic of Disney animation. That's right. Magic Galway just doing it. There mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> People reading thoughts in here. Uh I used I used to love going through that. Just cause you would see yep. like the guy that's like, you know, working on doing like the actual sketch and the, the drawings. It was great. Yes. That was a great attraction. But no, y'all talking about the one. I'm talking about like the whole, whole team yeah. of people. Like once you got past the, the pre-show, like I remember the the video with Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams, Walter Cronkite. Cronkite. Yeah. Then you go in there and, oh, by the way, here we are. We're working on um, Hunchback. Was a, yeah. Was, you know, and mm-hmm. you would see the actual animators animating the Hunchback of Notre Dame movie. Yeah, you had, and you had the different stations where you right. had the penciling, whatever, the inking. Yeah. Yeah. And the photograph, you saw the photograph thing, the, the, the multi-pane camera yep. deal. Right. Yeah, no, that was the, the whole experience. I mean, much like the backstage studio tour, uh, that was like a, a, a long experience, which was very, very cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that whole animation thing. Right. Yeah, that was, ba- that, was, that was just badass. Because yes. Well, because, you know, like you say, like for me, uh, you know, being a comic artist, like when you're seeing somebody else just drawing something that on an empty piece of paper. Living your dream. Right. Well, yeah, I used to always be like, I want to be that guy behind the glass. Exactly. It's like, look, you can make money doing this, mom. Yeah, look, look. <laughs> Send me to college and pay for it. Um, yeah, I, that used to always just, it would just pump me up uh just to just to always see that and that was very vivid and it was like you could you could kind of go and walk through it at your own pace mm-hmm. that's what i liked about it yeah you know, it yeah. Wasn't like that, that was along, cool. you yeah. know it wasn't nobody like ushering you out with a you know with a sweet broom or something like that like you could kind of just take your time you could sit there and watch a dude draw no exactly. i remember like the, as a wannabe artist walking through one of those things like in every once in a while like one of the little animators would look at you and like give you a little hey what's up kid kind of thing and it was like that coca-cola commercial or mean joe green <laughs> through the kid the jersey it's like look ma he acknowledged me hey yeah it's, it's and even though you didn't know who the, the guy the animator was it was like really cool because wow it's a real professional animator you know though i mean i always thought that would i never saw it myself but it's always seemed weird like you're peeking in on someone at work like can you imagine you're at work and like there's just some people walking by like, hey, and here's Danny uh, filing some memos and sending some emails. Yeah. And like you got to be careful not, you know, like to not scratch your balls or something while the people are walking by. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, it's a good point. But, you know, people are like, wow, that's where the magic is. He's scratching his balls and then he's coming out with this cool pose. I mean, here's Lee Lasavica firing another teenager for counting her inventory. Here's another teenager look, going to jail. She's crying real tears. <laughs> <laughs> that is not animated. That is real. And what? that is not the Disney cops, folks. No, that's the real cops taking her to jail. Orange County right. Sheriff. Hurry up and take a picture. Put it on YouTube. Yeah, no, that would be funny. Yeah, you would. I mean, but you had that same thing with the backlot tour, like Kevin was just saying mm-hmm. a minute ago, where, I mean, that backlot tour used to be something special. I where that you was would cool, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. man. I actually put that on my list, too, that the original backlot tour, the first you know, when it first came out, the full version. That was an hour right. experience. Yeah. You've seen that one? Nope. Oh. I just, I just thought it was cool. It's like you put money on that one. <laughs> he was just telling you he was researching it. Missed that one. I he saw said that he one, He went yeah. 12 years ago. It was there. 
Yeah, uh, I, saw, I saw that, that, that the one. Golden yeah. Girls House. Golden like, Girls House. Okay, Canyon. Park, Canyon. I rode the bee thing when they did the honey. Oh, the you set. rode the bee? I got yeah. picked for the bee. I got picked for the bee. Did you ever get picked for the water uh, explosions no. in the water tank? Oh, I uh, did. I did. You did? Yeah, I was the guy doing the, the wheel in the boat. We're and I got the water. Yes. And then my friend, my friend of mine is the one that pulled the trigger to dump the water on me. I was in the raincoat. I have pictures. I'll have to send it. Yeah. I'll post it up. You know, I have doing this. I wonder if I have like VH uh, video of it. I might. I have you know picture of me and then it just dunked all over me. It was great. <laughs> it was it was just absolutely awesome. You know it's funny. Um, you mentioned the Backlack tour, but also they had the uh, the ABC um, Superstar Television thing. Oh, that's yeah. right. So I'll meet a friend of mine, another musical theater friend. We we were on the set of the Golden Girls. We that's what we were picked for the roles. Oh, get out. And so if I have that on video, I'll try to find it. You got put to, it. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta dig through all the VHSCs. <laughs> that's kind of dating it. Um, but yeah, I think I, get, I remember the superstar television stuff. But anyway, um, the last one that I had, uh, which I've talked about before, I think maybe the the last show we did. Uh, but I always uh, favorite to me is uh, Alien Encounter. Yeah. Uh, before all that Stitch burp hot dog stuff, I I remember that distinctly because I remember taking my daughter to it like the first time. Like it was like the first time for both of us. And and there's nothing like you know. I know this might sound bad. But it's like it's nothing uh, better than being terrified while your kid is being terrified. You know, <laughs> like where is it? Do you see it? No, I don't see it. I want to get out. Like no, no, we might eat you. Like I, I, I love the the depth of sensory experience that that you know that that. Well, not even did. that, but the depth of story. Yeah, yes. from the very beginning, from top to bottom, that whole story was awesome it, mm-hmm. it was you know? very yeah very well crafted and it and but it was just like yeah you were there like you know yeah. you were you were prepped you were in the suit and you know gas is Chairman going Clank, off you know yeah yeah this you know yeah the, the voice is coming over there telling oh no you know Anthony jimmy's one of the aliens alien escaped what do you do don't move you here like like you know you're freaking out and that's not what I get with Stitching. I just no. don't know why they had to get rid of that ride. Like, I remember when they were like, yeah, they're getting rid uh, of it and putting it in Stitch. I'm like, oh, man. There were a lot. Of, like, for, for starters, a lot of people were complaining that you didn't tell me. Like, it, I didn't know my kid was going to be this upset. And they would get free admission to go back in the park. But I think the nail in the coffin was Jeffrey Jones, if I, if I heard correctly. Oh, because he passed away? No. Jeffrey Jones, uh, the principal from Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Who's played, uh, was it Chairman Clink? Chairman Clink, yeah. Yeah, he played Chairman Clink and got caught soliciting a 15-year-old, 14-year-old boy uh, for nude, yeah. photos, nude photos of himself. Became a sex offender. Oh. Disney's like, so let me get this straight. We got people complaining and having to get their money back because they're traumatized by this ride. We've got a sex offender <laughs> as one of the main characters yeah, 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 on this yeah. ride. Oh. Yeah. Mm, let, me, let me weigh the options here. <laughs> Anybody want to smell a burp chili dog? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, one of my, you know, one of my favorite jokes with that was in the, with Chairman Click and stuff is like uh, when he came up with the idea of transporting himself to visit us. And he's like, I've been seized. And somebody's like, off camera is like, was it something you ate? <laughs> or I think maybe it was Kathy and Jimmy said that. She's like, was it something you ate? <laughs> he's like, no, I've been seized with inspiration or whatever. Now, my favorite joke is if it's not done with excess, it's it not worth doing at all. Yeah, right? It should be, be done, done at all. all. Um, any others? Any other kind of memories, Lee? Eli? Twenty thousand. I mean, I could go. On, I could go on and on. You know. Toad. Yeah. I mean, twenty. Yeah, I wish I would have seen twenty thousand leagues. I wish I would have seen Mister Toad, but I can go do those. You at can Disneyland. go to Disneyland. That's yeah. Good. You well, can ride the subs. It's at not Disneyland. the same, Mister Toad. And, yeah, like one. Yeah. You don't have the the 
The double tracks. Double tracks where you mm. almost collide, where you have two different... Like one, you're going through a gypsy camp and a tavern. The other one, you're mm. going through the barnyard and stuff. You, you don't have that. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, you do... What you, what you do have is like the better version of going into Toad Hall. Like yeah. it actually feels like you're mm. going into a hall. Like Yeah, that one, yeah. As opposed to like a carnival-style exterior. Right. Yeah, um, part of the whole fair thing. But there was nothing like stepping on board the Nautilus. Yeah, that, that was cool. That was just cool. The thing yeah. that wasn't cool was a freaking line for it. Nope. <laughs> that, that was miserable. miserable. <laughs> and then sometimes, no, depending no upon... No fast passes back then, No right? fast passes. It was nope. switchbacks. It was tight, and it was hot. Yes. Blazing hot. You were in yeah. the heat. Oh, it was miserable waiting on there. And sometimes, depending, like I, I, there were times where I'd be staring through the window. I'm like, I can't see anything. I can't see anything. <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes, depending upon, like if you had to go see it at night, you, the vision wasn't as good. No, so, it wasn't. You're right. Yeah, mm. you know. I'm sure there is stuff that we're forgetting, but like again, we're talking about our favorites. Yeah, like stuff that we, really yeah, we, stands yeah. out to us. We could go on and, and on and on and on and on. Stuff but. that I know I've ridden more than once and that yeah. I've had fond memories of. Not mm-hmm. stuff where I'm like, you know, like we could talk about um, off kilter. I, you know, if we wanted to, I yeah. suppose. But I mean, I, I could talk about all the acts that are missing yeah. now. But I mean, you know. Uh, this is the, the topic was specifically attractions, and those are the, some of the ones that are our top favorites. If you could bring one thing back, that's a good close. If you could bring one thing back, I know it's for me, it's the Adventurous Club. Mm-hmm. What would y'all say? Uh, one well, thing you, back. You took mine, but. Um, no, no, no. It didn't have to be a competition. Like No, it's uh, not a competition, but was, that's. Yeah. Yeah, Adventurous Club. Okay. That's, that's what you'd say. I bring that club. No, you can't have Adventure Club. I bring the, the, the club you bring back. Eight, eight tracks? Yeah, I bring that oh, back. Oh, good one. Thank you. I like the eight tracks. Yeah, you're welcome. You know what I might bring back? I think I'd bring back Superstar Television. Wow. Because mm. I think if you update it with TV shows nowadays, that would be a pretty popular attraction. Oh, are there, wow. Are there sit- I don't know that it would be because are there sitcoms now that everybody knows? Because now there's so many options for television. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Not right. everybody's watching the same thing anymore. Like used to be you had like three options to choose. Yeah, and now you got Netflix and you got right. all the cable and you got... FX and I mean you got it's all divided up now. But you picked some of those popular ones, but it, the whole premise was that you you know the, you learned the idea of how they shoot a TV show. Yeah, right. and that's which was, was the cool. coolest thing. Yeah. yeah, and so how they do it now with the three camera system, all that kind of business. I like that. Now, I some kid in the audience stands up and holds up his cell phone. I know how to make a TV show uh, right here. I got it. Right here. <laughs> I'm a Final Cut Pro pro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a producer and a baker. This is BS. I don't need no studio. Yes, indeed. Yeah, outside of that, I would say, man, future world. Just give me the future world. <laughs> yeah. You know, cohesive future world. I don't care how you do it. Well, like, I might. And the animation. <laughs> I mean, the animation studio, because, I mean, I yeah. always could. I always need inspiration like that. I mean, Why you know. Not? Yeah, yeah. Lee, what do you think? Um, I would bring back Alien Encounter because it ain't going to hurt anything to bring that back. Um, the stitch is garbage. <laughs> so I'd bring that back easily. Uh, maybe an updated version to it. You but, cast it. You know. Yeah, I mean, because I didn't get to see it, so I'd like to see that. Um, I would like to really see all that stuff back in Epcot, at least some 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 version of it. Because, again, you know, to me, Epcot is three rides and go to World Showcase. I'd like to be able to spend two days in Epcot. Uh, you know what, yeah. Lee, that's a great way to put it. Three rides and go to World Showcase. That's Boom. absolutely that's, right. Yeah, that's it. Boom. You can I mean, do that. Well, listeners, man, we've talked about our favorites and things that we'd like to see come back, as well as things that we do miss uh, now it's your time. We want to hear what your favorites are, man. Send us an email or a voicemail or however you want to get in touch with us. We'll describe that in a second. But our email, just to help you, if you feel like writing it down, show at magicarway.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed that little romp through the past, through retro Disney. 
um, through some of our favorite attractions that we do miss. Uh, if you want to learn more about us, man, www.magicrowway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. And if you want to get in touch with us to let us know what some of your favorites are, you can do so through the following ways, man. Shoot us an email at showatmagicrowway.com. You can call or send us a text at 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. 669-4226. And if you don't want to do that, you can go to our homepage and leave a voicemail via our speak pipe. And, of course, we got a couple guys that do things outside of the podcast, and we want to make sure that you get a chance to support them. Eli does things with comics. Eli, tell them what you got going on. Yeah. And, look, uh, if you know somebody, just like me, having this conversation here, seeing that animator working on that drawing out of nowhere, that's magic. You might know a young person. You might know an older person who's like, yeah, I'd love to figure out how to make some panels happen, how to do a cool shot or something like that. You know what's a good way to get that done? You go check out ivorycomics.com. Yeah, you can go ahead and look at the work that I do. I have Project Geisha book, Fearless. I got uh, another one coming out in a few months. I'm going to start posting up some uh, new pages on that one. Ooh, and that one's really expensive, so I really need your support on that one. <laughs> and it's safe for work. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's totally safe for work. And then this one is um, 30, 30 pages, fully colored, whole works. It's pretty much Emily Tanaka's just, she's on the run. That's, that's the best way I can see. You got new villains in there. You got all kind of new action. I, I, just, I just keep trying to put this out because I love creating. So uh, you can go ahead, www.ivorycomics.com. You can go to Facebook. I'm right there, Eli H. Ivory. You can go to Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. There's some updates there. Instagram, eIvory504. And Twitter, um, Hancock10166. So again, let's keep that creation magic going and let's support the indie comic scene. Thank you. And if you want to book a vacation so you can go back and experience the areas in which these attractions we've talked about used to be, you can do so through Lee. Lee, what you got going on? Well, first, let me say, if, if nothing else, just take from this episode the fact that if there's something you really like, experience it now. If there's something you haven't experienced, <laughs> go ahead and get out there and do it. Don't be like me and have a list of everything that you never got to do. So uh, <laughs> let me help you resolve that. Get out there and see it all. Uh, give me a call at 413-DIZ-TRIP, 413-349-8747. That's 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. You can email me at lee at magicourway.com. You can check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And all that stuff you want to see, we can see it. We can get you a little touring plan. We'll get you all set up. How are we going to do it, Eli? With no hassle, Vika. <laughs> no hassle. So just give me a call. We'll get it all done. Cool. So please do support those two guys. And if you want to support the show as a whole, you can do so through the following ways. we got some affiliate links. You can click on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to, to support us is to leave a rating of you in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And, of course, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention... Of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Hey,
the necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett, mm-hmm. but you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, <laughs> give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels. And 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Well, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay. Man had a radio, but I mean, but a boom. Just do it, huh? Bada-bing, bada-bing.